Hello and welcome to Shake It Not Noob, the podcast that brings you all the latest and greatest video game news from the past week in easily digestible form. Please note that most of this news is actually opinion, and we reserve the right to immediately backtrack any and all opinions if we happen to contradict ourselves in future episodes. I am your host, Fuzz Station 5, and joining me today is a man who is as red hot on the current events as Batman's cunnilingus aversion. It's Mr. Doody Dutrum. How are we, sir? I'm very good. That's that news that broke about Catwoman and Batman a couple of days ago. Holy crap. Oh my god. What the hell is going on? Bat- heroes don't do that. Bullshit. Oh, hang on, hang on. There was a there was a you know like there's a uh, like you know, statements they come out and they have like the DC logo and best onto it, being like this is this is a statement from fucking whatever. There was yeah. a fantastic. Um, I'll try and find it throughout the episode, and when I do find it, I'll, I'll read it out. Someone had made a fake statement, and I will read it out. <laughs> and it looked proper, and it was not. <laughs> yes, it's um, it's all the rage. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, yeah, just go and go onto Google and Google Batman and Catwoman right now, and it is amazing. Um, some of the statements that how the, just the balls of DC to do this stuff is just unreal. But, <laughs> I found uh, it. <laughs> I found it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, this is of course a fake um, but at first when I first read it I thought it was real so it's official statement DC in light of recent conversations surrounding the much loved DC character Batman we at DC Comics feel compelled to correct this gross mischaracterization of the world's greatest detective so to clarify it is our official stance that Batman would indeed perform oral intercourse on Catwoman and not because he expects it back in return he genuinely <laughs> enjoys it Honestly, <laughs> I can't read this. Honestly, it's like giving her an orgasm is the same as getting one. I mean, if she wanted to return the favour, he wouldn't say no, but there's no pressure. Honestly, he's just happy to be down there. To confirm, Batman would indeed lick it now, lick it good, lick that pussy like he should. DC Comics. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That is a quote is that is a quote that is that is not me making it up. I'm reading it off a sheet. <laughs> it's a quote from a parody account. So yes, it's yeah. it's an actual thing. Um it's just amazing. Some of this, the the uh the discourse that's come out of um uh, of this particular announcement was incredible. How they couldn't show something like that or actually even insinuate that he would do something like that is impossible. I, it did beggars belief, but there you yeah, go. Yeah, it was for the Harley Quinn uh, R-rated animated show, which apparently is very good. Um, it is very good. I would strongly recommend watching that if you're of uh, any interest in, I suppose, the more adult side of content for um, for DC. It's yeah. definitely part of that. And um, yeah, it's it's it was a scene that was written, and DC went nope. And yeah, people are raging about it. But then, like, some dude commented on Twitter, like, "All right, so you won't have." Bat- Batman and Catwoman do things, but you'll have Barbara Gordon ride him in a sex scene that doesn't exist in a comic book movie. I'm just like, exactly. What the fuck. Okay. Oh, mate. The, oh, here's one of my favorite tweets that came out. Um, if you guys are disappointed by the Batman news, then you'll love my new comic book hero, Pussy Lickman. Uh, he has no powers and all he does is munch boxes the city burns. <laughs> Let's oh, get on wow. to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't help it. It's so funny. It tickles me good. I'm sending uh, this look- to Ubisoft. I'm sending this to Cock Media. I'm sending this all of our co- Dirty, awesome content it is current managers. events. This is pop culture as it's happening. Three days ago. Um, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Speak- speaking of things that happened three days ago, um, we have just come in a- of the other side of E3. Yes. Um, we're getting the, uh, the the tail end of it now. So this week's episode is all about E3 news, stuff that we saw, the 
immense amounts of trailers that have uh, they've come through in the last week. Um, we're going to go through a couple of the the major shows and then a couple of the other things that we really enjoyed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just really get neck deep into uh, all of the hot goss from E3. Um, so yes, before we kick into that though, um, there, there are no reviews this week. We're just going to talk E3 stuff. Um, so we are brought to you today by our sponsors, Culture Shock Collectibles. They are your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Mr. Doody, have you seen some cool stuff from them lately? They always produce the cool stuff. That's the great thing about Culture Shock Collectibles. Um, I do. <laughs> I did see that um, for those of you who are a fan of the TV show, uh, The Bad Batch, that there is basically John Rambo's version of his character, Hunter, uh, is up for pre-order. Um, it looks mm-hmm. like Hot Toys are making uh, a set of the Bad Batch characters. And just announced right now by Hot Toys is the Black Widow in the white outfit. Um, costume um, that has mm. literally within minutes ago dropped from Hot Toys, and it it looks fine. It's Black Widow in her snowsuit. They're officially calling it the snowsuit. Um, what? That's so snowsuit <laughs> with red hair. Um, she's got two batons. She's got two guns on her hips. Uh, there is a Taskmaster Hot Toy in the photos as well, so they might be doing a Taskmaster, which is okay. whoop de doo. Um, yep. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's basically it. Uh, yeah, no, there's been uh, there's been a few cool things in there lately. So um, yeah, check them out, cultureshockcollectibles.com for all of your nerdy collectible needs. That is correct. Um, now let's get into it. Let's talk about it because there is so much to talk about this week. I want to start mm-hmm. with probably my most fun overall conference that came through um, was the Nintendo conference. Um, they they seem to have a lot of everything in there for everybody. Uh, lots of ports coming through, but also lots of big new games and exciting things to check out. Um, so first cab off the rank, which I'm very sure you, uh, I'm sure you're very happy about, um, is uh, Kazuya from Tekken. Uh, yes, he's joining <laughs> Smash Bros. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that is very cool. <laughs> It's pretty ballsy, right? <laughs> I mean, like, the only other option you could go with... Well, they've already done Ryu from Street Fighter, from memory. Yes. So, yep. And there has been Street, Street Fighter versus Tekken crossover, so, I mean, that's pretty cool. Um, mm. I mean, I think next we need, like, Goku or something. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. It's 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 highly possible. He had a very cool trailer to start with as well, so there was all this, like, Tekken gameplay, and then he just starts throwing people over the cliff. It was just... It was really fun. <laughs> I, I think um, it looks like a lot of fun, and they, they, they've had a lot of good times with this character, and, um, yeah, no, it, it'll be good fun. I, I think I've always enjoyed... Um, Tekken, it's one of my favourite fighting games that I've played. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think this will be uh, a lot of fun to add into the Smash Bros. universe. The King of Iron um, tournaments. <laughs> that's correct. Now, um, speaking of crossovers uh, with, well, your your Dragon Ball characters there, yes. uh, we're also getting the port for uh, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Yes, if you haven't played Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, whether it is uh, on the Xbox or PlayStation, or you only just have a Switch, it is a fantastic Dragon Ball game. It is a Dragon Ball open world RPG, and it very much is so. Um, we reviewed it early 2020 when it released with my brother on the show, and um, yeah, it's it's a great game. If it's on the Switch as well, like that's that's a fucking great way to play that game on the go. If you if for whatever reason you don't have access to play it on any other platform. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> Yeah, look, um, it does look fun. I think this one's got a, a expansion on it as well. There's extra things coming with it. Yeah, so the game constantly keeps releasing DLCs, like every three or four months or so. I'll get an email from Bandai being like, hey, Dragon Ball Z content. I'm like, fuck yes. So it looks like they've done <laughs> all of Z. They've gone a little bit into Super and stuff like that as well, which um, is well, the continuation from Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, look, I, and I, I've said this before the show started to Duty. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, all of this conference was all about him. E3 was all about Duty favorite stuff this year. Yes. Because Doom is also coming to, uh, to the Switch. Oh, that is... It's... Doom on the Switch is going to be fucking great because it's going to be screaming at your Switch in public um, because that's what it is in private rooms and computers and all that sort of stuff. Doom Eternal is one of the best first-person shooters ever created that I've ever played. Um, Call me wrong, call me fat, call me bald. Uh, Only two of those are right. But uh, <laughs> Doom Eternal is fantastic. I cannot praise uh, the work that's been put into Doom Eternal. The uh, I know from from uh, people voicing their concerns, the first uh, DLC, The Ancient Gods Part 1, was nerfed because it was quite challenging. Um, yep. And then, of course, the, the Ancient Gods Part 2, I believe, just wraps up the Doom story. Like, it looks like it's done. So, potentially, the next, uh, or, or at least, like, talking to a couple of friends of mine, the rumours are that um, they might do Quake next because it's 25 years of Quake this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. That'll be interesting. I'd like to, I'd like to see some of that. Um, look, personally, Doom head over Quake, but that's fine. I know oh, yeah. there's a lot of people who have preferences either way. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, Doom Eternal, what a game. And uh, now coming across to the portable version on the Switch will be interesting to see. Yes. Um, speaking of other ports that came across, Tony Hawk's 1 and 2, so the uh, the re-released Pro Skater uh, coming out across there as well. I know you're not such a big fan of that, but I am. Yeah. I know that's really cool. It's just, it's one of those, like, Tony Hawk's, the way they do it, they have these sort of timed attacks on each level, so you're only in awesome. the game for peri- short periods of time. would be perfect for a portable game machine format, so um, really cool to see that coming across there too. Um, other cool stuff from Nintendo. Um, we've got we had our Metroid announcement, of course. Um, unfortunately, not the announcement that everybody wanted, but it is still Metroid in in some form. Uh, Metroid Dread uh, is coming out in October, which is a two D side scroller, which could be interesting. Yeah, so I'm I know very little, basically nothing of Metroid, but when, I thought there was supposed to be like this big, actual, huge Metroid game coming, not a side scroller. Well, I think everybody was hoping for a big, huge Metroid game coming. Uh, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this this is a, a follow-up to uh, one of their other previous games that they'd done. Um, I think this was on the DS the last time we had one. So um, it's, it's been a while anyway since we've had something come through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see that they're releasing Metroid content. It might just be, you know, testing the waters for what's coming on. Uh, you know, are, are people so interested? I can tell you right fucking now, people are very fucking interested <laughs> and they need it delivered yesterday. Yep. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely something we we want to see more of. I'm uh, this is a I think this is just wetting people's appetites to get them really salivating over that next you know the main course. Yeah, I think the last time we got a Metroid point. game was like the GameCube or something. Um, <clears throat> yeah, probably. Um, I'm just having a look through just to see if there was any release dates on stuff. I think yeah, 2017 we got something. Um, oh, right. Which was released on the yeah that was the the, the DS so yeah. we've had DS versions obviously the DS was a very good console a little console portable thing but this is a more powerful console we'll see a little bit more of the graphics and it looks a lot more fun so um, I'm excited to see what happens in Metroid Dread it's definitely one of those ones that I will be purchasing Ooh. it's it's kind of it, it's you know really cool property. Um, 2D platformers, really, you know, fun formats at the moment. People are doing a lot of fun things with those games. So it'll be nice to see how they introduce, you know, a, a storied franchise into that uh, into that format again. 
Um, other than that, uh, for Nintendo, the the big one for me, um, Breath of the Wild Deuce yeah. uh, is coming through. I know you're not excited about it. This was probably the only piece of news that Judy's not excited about. There's another um, big game that Nintendo announced as well. <laughs> well, I just want to talk about Breath of the Wild first because <laughs> yes, I got there first. Yeah. Uh, but yes, no, they're, they're, it's very exciting to see it. Um, it's they they are not giving away the name yet. They are just calling it Breath of the Wild Two because uh, be, because apparently giving away the name it tells you a little bit about what's happening. So they want to just keep that as secret as possible for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but very much an expansion on what they'd previously done within Breath of the Wild. Um, so there's apparently there's a lot of stuff in the sky now. So you're above uh, where you were previously. Lots of floating islands and bits and pieces. Um, they have confirmed that weapon degradation is back in this game, yeah. which I know was a big sticking point for a lot of people. They're like, you know, we don't want our weapons to degrade. We just want to keep using them. It's still a mechanic that they're going to use. Um, I don't know how it's going to be applied, but yeah, it will be back in some format in this game. Because the Master Sword degraded, degraded in um, fucking the first one, yeah? Degraded? Yeah, that's yes. one. Degraded. Yeah, that's <laughs> degraded. Yes, um, it did degradate. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, but what happens instead of breaking, it would just like uh, run out of power kind of thing and you had to sort of recharge it. Oh, so right. it was, yeah. Yeah, I know. And that was, look, it was one of the really frustrating parts for me, and especially because you used to have to carry a bunch of stuff, and then it kind of made that whole crafting process tedious, Yeah, if you know what I mean. Like, you constantly have to, have to carry stuff to repair your armor and your, um, your weapons, and then you just... It's just repeat, rinse, repeat that process. I don't need a fucking survival link, you know, link game. I need a just an action game. It's an action game, exploration, open world RPG stuff. Absolutely, bring me all of that. Just take the survival aspects out of it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so, I, 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 I like the whole thing where. I didn't play very much of it because I didn't like it. But, like, when you had to go into, like, a snow mountain, it's like, yeah, you had to wear warm clothes or you had to have a fire to stay warm. I'm like, I like that, but I don't like yeah. that my sword broke or my this broke or that broke. I'm like, well, what's the fucking point, man? Yeah, no, look, I totally agree. I think, like, there, there are some really cool elements like that. You go to, you know, hot spaces, you go to, a, like, a lava area and you have to wear, like, a full-on lava suit. Like, mm. really cool, like, ways of doing things. I didn't mind the crafting of, like, meals and stuff like that. So you could eat meals to help prepare you for different uh, aspects of the game. You know, repair, replace your stamina, um, you know, help you co- with different conditions on the planet. Like, really cool stuff. That was awesome. But the other stuff, not so much. So... Look, we will wait and see what happens, but yes, I'm, I'm, yeah, very excited uh, to see Breath of the Wild two coming sometime next year as well. So 2022, we're getting that release, mm-hmm. which is pretty awesome. Um, Judy, you said there was one big one that I haven't mentioned yet that you wanted to talk about. Mario Party, baby, it's coming back. Mario Party's fucking fantastic. <laughs> uh, I'm very excited for Mario Party. It is, it is one of the great house party games. If you're going away for a weekend or having people over getting shit faced playing Mario Party, great, it's fantastic. And it's got uh, <laughs> uh, boards and mini games from the Nintendo 64 version of Mario Party. So get ready. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Party and Mario Golf. They're my two jams for Switch this year. 
look, Mario Golf, very excited about, very mm-hmm. excited about uh, having a look at that. Um, I'm also I'm, I'm going to be doing a review next, uh, well, next time we talk, whenever that episode might be, um, on the uh, Olympic Games uh, game that's coming out on uh, the Tokyo Olympic Games, which may come out with or without COVID. Um, uh, but that the game, at least, is coming out next week. Um, that's, that should be interesting. You could have yeah. done DC Superhero Girls Teen Power. Yeah, no. Um, the, the, see, the reason that I didn't do that is because I didn't want to. So, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's all. <laughs> that's fair enough, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, so look, lots of exciting things coming out of Nintendo. Unfortunately, as we tried to predict, there was no Nintendo Switch Pro, which I was very, very disappointed about. I was talking to Ian about that because he's, he's very Nintendo-based as well. And he yes. thinks that that will launch alongside Breath of the Wild too. So if it's going to come out, it'll come out most likely holiday next year, and they'll announce it at E3 next year. Yeah. it's uh, Look, I think that may be the case. Mm. It's... It's a little bit disappointing. I wanted to see something from them, especially as we had seen, you know, those little teasers from Mexican Amazon, um, Ola Mexican Amazon workers. Um, they obviously did us a dirty duty, and um, they've tricked us into Done thinking us a it was dirty. happening. Done yes, us a dirty. <laughs> done us a dirty. Look, but there's there's all sorts of stuff that they've they've sort of hinted at. You know, there's things that have been hinted like you know, actual 4K um, capabilities, proper OLED screen. So I think there's lots of you know new grips, all the rest of it. There's so much teasing. I just want to to finally release. <sighs> I know how Catwoman feels. Um, oh, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to uh, the next conference. Um, this is this was a combined conference, the Xbox and Bethesda conference. Huge, yeah. huge conference. Yeah, uh, because as we've talked about, um, obviously uh, Bethesda has been purchased by uh, Microsoft in the last little while, um, and now everything's coming out on Xbox, including the number one game that we wa- I wanted to talk about, uh, Starfield. Yes, this is the um, first new IP by Bethesda in over twenty five years. It's amazing. It's um, mm-hmm. so it is. Uh, they basically said it's like Skyrim in space, um, and there's been a lot of will they, won't they around this. I think when we talked about this news f- first off, they said yeah, it may come to the PlayStation. Uh, they have definitely confirmed now as exclusive to Xbox and PC. Um, so if you're interested in getting Starfield, you will not be able to purchase it on a PlayStation uh, on a Sony platform at this time. Um, so yes, they are exclusive to those two platforms at this point which is you know this is what sony's been doing for years exclusive properties releasing only on their platform you have to buy it over here and you know finally xbox is getting something that i actually want to play (laughs) well yeah that's that's the thing like you always uh, you always see you know whether it's the last of us 2 or spider-man or god of war whatever it might be it's yeah you have to play it on playstation and now um Potentially, some you know PlayStation fans are getting butt hurt because it's like, hey, I really like Skyrim. It's like that's great. Go get yourself a PC or go get yourself an Xbox. <laughs> hey, look, I'm a, I I'm not hurt by by it. I understand it completely. I I totally get it. It's what, like I said, like Sony's been doing this for years. There's no reason for me to go. Oh, I'm really upset now. Exactly. I'm disappointed. I'm eventually going to buy Series X when they come out. Fucking make them available. Uh, they are but, in stock. Yeah. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> So yeah, look. Once that you know, once that comes through, that's going to be really interesting. I really hope it works for them. I think um, they've had some some rotten releases in the last little while, so it'll be good to see some really good quality new content for them. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, Starfield was a big one. Uh, we did get a little uh, Sea of Thieves tease yes. um, with a crossover. 
with Pirates of the Caribbean. It looks um, great, man. It looks fucking fantastic. It does. I, I'm, you know, imitation Johnny Depp wasn't too bad. I actually um, thought it was Johnny Depp. I watched the trailer no. twice to see if it, no, it sounded like him. It's definitely not Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp's not getting out of bed to do a fucking Sea of Thieves voiceover. He's only getting out of bed to go to court. I'm fairly sure he's getting out of bed to do this. <laughs> and even then, he barely gets out of bed. Like, they just kind of pour him into it, his suit it, and push it him sounded, in the, It yeah. sounded like him. Because they got the dude it, who plays Gibb, because t- he's got nothing else to do. Well, he's got... Yeah, he's got... Joshimi Gibb has got nothing else going on, so that's totally fine. But, yes, Johnny Depp is way too fucking busy, you know, doing his, you know, sausage, you know, aftershave spray and, you know, <laughs> going to court and getting drunk. Um, So that's that's all he's got in his life, but it's very busy doing that. I, and, I, yeah. I reckon it's him. I'm going to find out. I, I'm okay, find you look out. it up. Yeah. But, yes, um, so, yeah, crossover. It looks like there's <clears> going to be more interesting stories or expansion within that universe. Obviously, one of the things that was lacking at the start of the Sea of Thieves development. Um, but, yeah, it should be interesting to see how that gets expanded into this space. Um, speaking of other really cool IPs for Xbox, uh, Forza Horizon 5 was announced. Yes. Uh, which looks uh, pretty cool. Um, so, I mean, it's Forza Horizon. You get to drive... Taking place really in Mexico. Yeah. You get to drive really awesome sports cars really fast in places that they shouldn't be. Um, so very exciting to see that. Um, other games that came out through uh, the Xbox uh, Bethesda conference, um, they announced Hades was coming to Games Pass, which is pretty awesome. Um, so if you like uh, a little bit of a, uh, a action... I would... This this would be the the roguelike type games. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. It's up there with like Dead Cells as a really addictive gameplay. Mm. I think you'll really like it when it comes through, Judy. It's it is designed to be played um, on a console or you know, with a controller. It is a lot of fun to play though. Um, so that's coming through. Um, we did see trailers for a couple of interesting ones, which didn't really tell us much. Uh, one for Contraband. Um, did you see? Did you see that one? Did you understand anything about that at all? <laughs> yeah, look, when it comes to those sort of style trailers, and same thing with um, I want to say Starbrand. It's not Starbrand, but Starfield. That's <laughs> thank you. Starbrand is a comic book character. Um, <laughs> when it comes to those sort of things, it's like it's an announcement trailer, which I get. That's what it's there for. It's for to build the hype and stuff like that. But it's it's got to be like God of War Ragnarok. You know, the the year prior where like they announced it, and I'm like, cool, it's build hype, but I'm not interested until I can actually physically see it. And, you know, have... This is Jason from our software development team. Jason, what are you doing? Well, thanks, Stephen. I'm actually going to be a controller oh, creator. Oh, fuck, I hate that. <laughs> I like those because then I can see someone with a controller playing the game and it's like, this isn't a cutscene. You know what I mean? I, I just hate the, the, the five-minute, like, sidebars where they're like, hey, we've been spending ages talking to all of our friends about how this is developed. I don't care. Show me the game trailers. <laughs> no, no. I, I like the... I like the... This is our dev team guinea pig come up and play <laughs> for 20 minutes oh what are you doing oh I'm, I'm just reloading my gun and blah blah blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, we also had um, a little bit of Halo Infinite so we got to see uh, some new Halo stuff in there um, as well as some of the multiplayer stuff for it which looked kind of interesting you, you're, you're interested in Halo Infinite not really obviously no, um, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, look couldn't give two shits Halo is it's it's a game that when they release, I play them for all of twenty maybe thirty minutes, or maybe a couple of hours, um, and <clears throat> I get a bit of a gauge for it. But I'm, I've never really been a Halo person. 
The only Halo game I can play is Reach, uh, and anyone on Xbox or whomever listening, yes, I liked Reach because I found Reach had a story that a simpleton like me could understand. Well, I find Halo is like Star Trek. Like, it's you have to know what's going on before you can just start watching it. If, yeah. if you know what I mean that's, that's what I find like with Gears of War Gears of War just makes sense it's you know just alien creatures or you know not aliens but like creatures trying to kill people stop them cool makes sense straightforward fine okay. this is like a, a fucking Star Trek or bloody uh, who's that dude Christopher Nolan movie it's a Christopher Nolan movie and I'm just <laughs> sitting there going I'm bored <laughs> I'm bored Oh look, it's it's good that at it, least it, it, it was know, a good trailer. I did watch the the, yeah. the single player trailer, and I didn't finish five. But from what I can understand, Cortana's most likely dead, and now there's this new AI, and this new AI goes into Master Chief's helmet, and whoop de dee. But it it uh, the the trailers at least are captivating. Yeah, and look, uh, uh, anything that we say today, I'm just going to put it in there. Massive grain of salt. Oh yeah, you know, a grain the size of your fucking head. Like, yeah, they they are trailers. A lot of them specifically, yeah, and one of the ones we'll talk about as well specifically says we're just a fucking trailer. We've literally done no gameplay that we want to show you. (laughs) Like, it's just a game. Like, don't pre-order anything at this stage. Just understand that we're just getting these little bits and some of the trailers like as a when it comes to the the trailer to the gameplay it's totally different it's like the fucking mobile games that sell you on like you know fast swords and big shadow legends yeah and then it's just like this little shitty thing that you sit on the toilet playing like it's nothing it's 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 very hard to get excited about some of these things when you see literally none of the gameplay. I think they showed us a little bit more of Halo Infinite though, which was I was excited about mm. much more so than what we saw last year oh, when yeah. they bought with, and they like everyone's just going, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, <laughs> it yeah. looked terrible. That did not look good. No, it did not. <laughs> so yeah, so it, interesting to see a bit more. I think I'm I'm feeling a bit more comfortable where Halo Infinite's at, so that'll be good to play. Uh, we did also get uh, a little bit of gameplay for, or a little bit of, sorry, a gameplay trailer for uh, Stalker 2, which looks interesting. Very sort of dark, gritty, in, you know, closed corridors, dripping water, explosions from shotguns. That's, that's more your, your angle, isn't it, Dirty? I mean, I'll generally, yes. pl- I'll, I'll generally <laughs> play anything, but I don't know, man. Stalker just it doesn't seem like my kind of jam. I'm not really into sort of atmospheric dark games because i tend to shit myself um (laughs) (laughs) who doesn't like shitting themselves i don't know how i made myself through resident evil 8 but i did it but like i don't don't know like i normally don't get drawn to those games i find myself playing those games when and that's what the the service like game pass is useful i have nothing to play what do i like let's just try something random and then you get it's like netflix you get you know sunken into it and you, you sink your teeth into it where i don't actively go out and play those games Look, I know the real reason you didn't like this one is because it had subtitles. So you know they are I'm speaking fine Russian. With subtitles, I, it's fine. <laughs> I came here to watch this game, not read it. I feel like someone said that when we had to review a movie on the podcast. I can't remember who it was. I'm sure it was. It was either you or Ian. Like, yeah, it, it had to be. Uh, but- uh, <laughs> uh, what else did we get? Um, we did see a little bit of a trailer. This is more of a generic one, though, uh, for the Outer Worlds Two. Yes. Um, so this was. Um, yeah, so this was just announcing that it was coming out. Right, and they literally say in the trailer, very tongue in cheek. Um, you know, nothing. We don't have anything we want to show you yet. It's just the name, Outer Worlds <laughs> Two. Like because they're know, working and, on their Elder Scrolls version because they announced that last year. Yeah, that's right. I can't so, remember what that was called. They they announced their you know Obsidian are doing their own Elder Scrolls esque game. 
um, yeah. both being owned by Xbox now. Um, and oh shit, I can't remember what it was called, but they announced that last year, so that's assumably what they're working on. There is another mm. Xbox conference at 3 a.m. this morning as well where they're showing shit they haven't shown yet. Yes, I do. I did question whether or not we should, you know, put uh, put off this discussion until then, but I believe it is just more of this. So it's like, it's okay, We've here's all the stuff we've shown <laughs> you, but now we're just going to expand on it. So it's not. I don't think there's going to be any more news specifically to draw out from it. Um, but yes, it'll be um, yeah, it'll be interesting to watch tomorrow at some stage. Definitely not 3 a.m. I'm sleeping in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, was there anything else from the Xbox conference that you wanted to cover off that I have not listed so far? Look, I'm very excited for Sea of Thieves. Uh, for anyone who is unaware, Miscellaneous and our uh, good friend of the show, Iron Kermit, stream uh, Sea of Thieves on generally Monday nights, but because it was a short week, they did it on the Tuesday. So I, I, I'm I, their chart man, so they don't know what they're doing without me. Um, <laughs> is that all you're allowed to do? It's sit on the charts. <laughs> and, and Andrew is the po- is the captain. Uh, Liam is uh, the lookout, and he because we have the big ship, so you can't see the sails and fr- you can't see what's in front of you when you when you're steering it. Uh, so Liam's a lookout. Kermit is sails, and that makes me chart man. Um, so I have to tell them where we're going, what direction, all that sort of stuff like that. You know, it's uh, it's a big island called this, and it's northeast, and blah 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 blah. Um, and yeah, we do that once a week, every Monday nights, and we're all looking forward to this Pirates of the Caribbean DLC. Um, so if you're interested, jump on Twitch because we all talk like pirates. <laughs> Yar, we do. <laughs> there's a there's a clip of me. I put it up on Twitter uh, like two days ago of me shitting myself, and you could just see them all go, "Yar, that's our big fish." <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one where you got the uh, was it the megalodon? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Um, yes, there's uh, lots of interesting stuff to see on there. I'm glad that you're doing some more stuff, mate. The live streaming is definitely working for you. It's it's um, a bit of fun. You'll be you'll be there soon with Formula One 2021. Yeah. Um, so yes, so that's the Xbox conference. I'm very excited uh, that that's done with. But uh, let's move on to some other stuff. Uh, here's some of the stuff that Dirty's going to be really really excited about. It yes. was the Ubisoft conference. Yes. Uh, Sorry, Ubisoft, Ubisoft, whatever I'm saying. It you got it wrong. You lost to Funko Pop Tour. It doesn't matter. S- like I said at the start, I reserve the right to immediately backtrack any and all opinions <laughs> if I contradict myself in future episodes. The disclaimer is at the start. But not previous um, episodes. Okay. <sighs> okay. Now. <laughs> not previous episodes. The disclaimer is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to leave the Rainbow Six stuff to the end because there's a lot of that news to talk about. Yep. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is Far Cry 6. Yes. Now, I have, I'm going to take some small amount of issue with Far Cry as, as a series in general mm-hmm. because I feel like Far Cry wants to have the best of both worlds. They want to be have the serious drama because they do some of the best video game villains of all time. Like, yes. they are just amazing. They, so they get this really serious, dramatic piece to it, and then they add comedy to all of the action and gameplay that you do, and like all of the things that you are now doing as a you know as a Far Cryian, I don't know whatever you are as that particular person, mm-hmm. seems to be comically over the top. You have like th- there's there's scenes of like rocket jetpacks. Um, there's like a, a little dog that's missing its back legs and it's got a little wheelie cart to Chorizo, go around I think in. he's called. 
Yeah, like there's just the, everything that you seem to do within the game is this has this really interesting sort of comic turn to it, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem to fit all of this darkness that you get from the the um, the villains. Like they are so super dark, and the comedy is so super like light and cheerful. I don't know if the the, the balance is right yet. Do you get where I'm coming from? Yeah, I, I think with that as well, it was the. With Far Cry 3, when they had Vaz, or the villain yep. of Vaz, where, like, it is a over-the-top eccentric villain that, you know, you can't keep your eyes off, and then it is a over-the-top eccentric world. And then they yep. had Pagan Min, who was Troy Baker from... Mem- Troy Baker? Anyway. Yep. They had Pagan Min next, and it was <clears throat> a sophisticated sort of... Uh, I won't, I'll go sophisticated sort of character. And then it, it wasn't necessarily over-the-top as the third game, so on and so forth. Five, I think, worked great because it was... A, a religious cult nut in yeah. in Redneck America. So, so of course, there's going to be some random shit in Redneck America. Um, but it just it it sort of seemed to work. Where this is uh, John Carl Esposito, who is in everything now, um, and is <coughs> excuse me a fantastic actor. But yeah, I, it, it, the world seems very serious to, uh, or the the character seems serious to a serious world. So it's going to be interesting how they do that. Um, mm. But I'm still very excited for it. Um, oh, I absolutely. like that but, they've added in like take... third person stuff to it as well. Yeah, but um, then you take like all of that stuff, like that really cool base to it, and then you give them like a, a like a classic car with flamethrowers for exhausts, and you know, it just it, it just you does could the same with Grand Theft Auto. Then couldn't you? You could, but I think Grand Theft Auto never really takes itself as seriously in that main story. Like there's serious stuff going on, but there's quite there's always that really tongue in cheek like tone to it they know that they're doing something funny whereas there's these very serious and awesome dramatic set pieces for far cry don't get me wrong i think they're really well done i think both sides of this are really well done i just don't know if it belongs in the same game that's all i'm saying i mean that's that's a that's an astute point (laughs) (laughs) it's a point let's let's not get carried away here all right it's a point that's i mean it may fit together really well i don't know yet from what i've seen though that's my my one thing that's got me a bit worried is that the tone is all over the place so yeah and they seem to have done that you know when they've done like the, the main far cry release and then they release the next one the next one always seems to be like that comical far out version of what they just did previously um so like we have far cry 5 and then far cry new dawn like new dawn was like seriously over the top you know radioactive new world kind of thing yeah it was just it was just a little bit weird so yeah i don't, I don't know I'm, I'm, the, the, the for me like I liked Far Cry Five. I finished Five, didn't touch New Dawn because it felt I don't know. Just it because it, it wasn't really. It's the new same world. game. It, it was the new same skin. level. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when they announced Far Cry Six, I'm like, uh, maybe. And then I saw it was John Carlos Esposito. I'm like, okay, that's got me on board for this game. That yeah. and playing Sniper Ghost Warrior Contracts Two really made me want to just play Far Cry because that's superior. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 also like one of those games as well as now that you know. Both you and I, of course, do this podcast and all that sort of stuff like that. The last time I played a Far Cry game, I wanted to do the campaign with a friend. Um, because mm. you can do the campaign with a friend and, you know, we weren't... Noob didn't exist before then. So, you know, now that... We get, we'll have to do it now. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> now we can do the, We can both boot it up on our PCs and we can both, you know, go in quiet and coordinate attacks, you know, do all that sort of stuff without it being like, you know, Ghost Recon Breakpoint where you actively have to go like, I have this many bullets in my gun. I'm going this way. I'm heading south. Where this one's like, there's a dude on top yeah. of the tower and yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Hmm. look, I I get you. So, look, very interesting to see. I think there's going to be, like, Far Cry games are always big and 
they have a lot going on. So I'm, I'm very interested to get into this world and have a look at it and uh, and see if uh, if I'm wrong about uh, my initial opinions I, of I this. I think it's October this year it comes out as well. Yeah, it's not <coughs> far off. So um, Now, what else do we have? Um, Ubisoft also announced Rocksmith. Yes. Which I thought you would be very excited about. Very that looks pretty cool. It isn't a traditional game. It's a subscription no. service. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, so it's a bit different from what we've experienced in the past. So you can actually learn to play guitar and bass. Um, yep, you I can do that in the others, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's it's really more of a like an educational tool than it is a game itself, right? Yeah, and that's that's generally what Rocksmith has been anyways. Like, it was done by... Um, fuck, I can't remember the production company. Uh, Harmonix, who did the original three... Guitar Hero yeah. games, um, and then it went on to another company, and then Harmonix made Rocksmith, um, and and it's it yeah it teaches you guitar, it teaches you guitar in a simple way, and then it slowly gets faster and harder, and and well not harder but more realistic to how actually you play the song. Um, yeah. But I found that the problem with you know, and you can still play the old school Rocksmith games is they had a very limited amount of songs you could use, and if you wanted to. You could go and buy DLC songs, like you know, I went and bought the Audio Smith, and I went and uh, Audio Slave, and I went and bought um, Slash, and all that sort of stuff like that. But like, okay, I want to learn some, I don't know, some fucking Dire Straits, but there's no Dire Straits songs on there, so I can't learn any Dire Straits. Where it looks like this might be a subscription service that I think, from memory, is about fifteen bucks a month. Um, and if that's the case, it might have like every song you could possibly think of, or whatever, or, or a vast yeah. variety of songs there. You don't have to spend extra money to get those songs to keep playing yeah no look i I think that was the biggest thing it's always the biggest thing with any of those music games Mm. is is you know how much have they actually you know how much ip have they purchased um how much have they got exclusive what else can they add to it you know how much else is it going to cost you and like you you want to make sure that you're buying into something that's actually affordable <laughs> um, and gives you a lot of content. So, yeah, content's going to be the big big driver there. I think this is actually called uh, Rocksmith Plus was the uh, was the, the difference in the name there. So um, Yeah, I'll take yeah. a look at it when it comes out as well because I always mm. enjoy just picking up the guitar and learning how to play, you know, a song here and there that, you know, I want to learn how to play. Absolutely. I think you can also subscribe now on their um, uh, like on their store page to actually get um, access to the closed beta. Ooh. Um, yeah, so you can register for the closed beta as well, which, I mean, might be something you're interested in, Duty. Yes. I did do a, a video a, on Rocksmith not too long ago of the old school ones. There we go. It might be something to do. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's uh, that's coming through as well. Now let's mm-hmm. get into the big daddies and the, and the Ubisoft conference. Rainbow Six. Let's talk firstly about um, Siege because there's new Siege stuff. Blah, 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 Siege stuff coming through. Um, yes. Tell us about that, Teddy. What what excited you as a Siege man um, about uh, what they've announced at the uh, the conference? Yep. So of course um, we do have a new operator. I'm probably going to get into the new operator next week to provide you with a review because I've only played it once or twice so far. Um, but they are doing crossplay with uh, Google Stadia something else i've never heard of in pc and in 2022 there will be cross play and cross progression with uh the consoles and pc which is going to be very interesting because uh mouse and keyboard is going to completely obliterate controller so i have a feeling it'll probably be like um i think when you play warzone on pc or call of duty on pc if you're playing against console players you need to plug a controller in um yeah to to even the playing field so it looks like they're doing that uh there is of course the new operator that's been released with the new rules and new map changes that they always do and we're getting more throughout the year as they go to that i think the 
The new operator has just started now, and it goes until, from memory, the 31st of August off the top of my head. Maybe just a touch longer. Um, and then we have the new game. Yeah. And this is uh, Rainbow Six Extraction, which has gone through about eight different name changes. Um, so it was pandemic, it was quarantine, um, it was a vaccination, and now it's extraction. Um, so yes, <laughs> I believe that's the process that you go through uh, because you have to extract out the microchip that's been implanted in because of the vaccine. Yes. Uh, <laughs> 5K, uh, 5G. 5G, that's right. Um, I get great reception now, though. I'm just going <laughs> to Oh, yeah, crystal um, clear. Crystal clear everywhere you go. Um, so yes, Rainbow Six Extraction um, is is going to be. I, I think they did this as a, um, a one off event for like a month. Um, so it's small teams yes. um, of four, I believe. Uh, the DLC three was or four? three, so I think three. three yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, so uh, small teams going into weird places with sort sort of toxic environments mm-hmm. and figuring out what the hell was going on. Um, so yeah, it could be interesting. Are you excited to uh, to give this a bit of a go too? I am excited. I, I'm. It was interesting when they first announced that uh, this probably would have been maybe two years ago, if not a bit longer. Um, two years. Two years. But because this game first sort of came out with two operators that released for Rainbow Six Siege, they added this extra mode because every now yep. and then they have a bit of fun. They add in like a, a fun toy mode or whatever, um, and they made it basically left for dead, but with Siege. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and you and two friends, <clears throat> and that uh, this extra game mode did very well to the point where they're like, "All right, well, let's make it a new game and let's re-release it." And I, for me, at the time, that felt a bit money grubby. It meant like I'm, I'm sitting there going, "No, just make this like how Call of Duty has zombies. Like, just keep it as an yeah. added extra." But now 100%. it looks like they're actually having it as a, a story, and there's actually it's not just random missions and all. You know, go save the sign, just come back. You know, in the, the next three missions will be different or whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to this coming out. It is going to be interesting how some operators that they've picked into the game how their abilities are going to work and how that's going to be useful in game um yeah because the operators in siege are, you know defenders are used for blocking off and defending a room so others don't rush in and try and get you where attackers are you know obviously attacking into the room so it's got i'm, I'm interested to see how that mechanic comes along yeah I'd, I'd like to see them like you know if you're going to do this just add all of your standard operators that are in the main game Mm. As um, as characters in here, because you've got how many are there now? There's got to be like thirty different operators, right? Thirty aside, as of this new operation, yeah, yeah. Wow, so like 60, it's just they, crazy. They, they want sixty characters. I think they wanted to go up to a hundred. That's just mental. Like the 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 opportunities are almost endless then for combination. So like you know, if you if you're gonna do this kind of game, if you want it to be you know, have the long longevity that um, Rainbow Six Siege does, then mm. you're going to definitely need to add some different flavour to it. You can't just have, you know, three or four operators. You've got to have a huge variety of uh, of things for players to play. You, you want to capture that Siege crowd and you want to get new people on board, you've got to give them options. Yeah, it's... It's a, it's a catch twenty two because in siege it doesn't necessarily, I don't think it necessarily works having so many operators but here it 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 works more so because that way it's it's pv it's pve and pve is you know, a lot different to pvp yeah so look um yeah very interesting I don't know did we get a, a date on that one uh September from memory so it's like September then two weeks later uh Far Cry comes oh yep no 16th of September so there you go um so that's uh, coming out there so yeah very excited to give that a look 
Mm. Um, so that that should be a bit of fun. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was the uh, the big ones from the Ubisoft conference. Anything that you uh, wanted to call out that I've missed at that one? Uh, they did do a new. Um Oh, fuck, Riders Republic, I think it was off the top of my head. It was the extreme sports game. Um, they yep. had, like, first-person mountain biking and stuff like that. That looks like it'd be fun in VR, like the the, the mountain bike racing. I've, I've, sure. Like, I'd done mountain bike racing in Grand Theft Auto V, just having a bit of fucking laughs and stuff and all that <laughs> sort of things. I think that'll be fun. They did announce the Avatar game. I haven't seen Avatar. Can't tell you much about the game because I saw Avatar and went, this is going to go straight over my head. But it's a new IP and it's a new game that they're doing and, and I'm sure Avatar fans are very excited for that. Um, Look, it's one of the ones that I was going to like talk about a little bit later, but we can definitely talk about it now. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it looks... One of the things that I will say, I've, I've always enjoyed the Avatar movie, I think, for some of the things that they technically did in it. I think it was great. Some of the story was complete shit, but um, some of the things they did with you know, the, the cameras and the CG was just fabulous. Like They did some really amazing things, and they introduced a really interesting world, and some of that world building can continue in this game by the looks of it. So I, I think there's a lot that you could do with a game like this. Um mm. You know, whether or not you just have to play as the alien characters, the Navi, or if you also get to play as potentially um, some of the you know Earth Marines people, that could be quite fun too. But like, it looks like the main thing is you are one of the Navi, like the alien creatures, the big blue monsters. And yeah, there's some really cool stuff that can be done with it. So, you know, I think I, I put this, I can see that, that, that this would look a lot like... Um, some of the similar elements to things like games like Far Cry. Um, there's just yeah, some of the, the bones of the game are definitely very similar to that. So yeah, it all, it all yeah. like just like Far Cry and um, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs and stuff like that because they all basically run on the Ubisoft engines. Yeah, yeah. So look, very interested to see how that comes. I think it's. I'm not overly excited. I think I need to see a little bit more from them at this point. Um, mm-hmm. But it's not coming out until 2022, I believe. So. Yeah, we'll um, we'll see how that all goes. Yeah, surprised that there was nothing on um, Star Wars though. That was that was the thing I was sort of like, give us, yeah. give us something. Yeah, interesting. Um, we also um, I've, I did forget to mention Mario plus uh, plus Rabbids, um, which is coming through. Um, do you like the Rabbids games at all? No, nah, not really. <laughs> no, not really. Okay, we'll move on for that one. It was, it was um, a turn based game, and I was just like, no, it's not my jam. We did also get some um, really interesting thing from there. It wasn't just about uh, video games. They did also do some film and television stuff in there. So they had um, a trailer for Mythic Quest in there, which, if you haven't watched it, is a really fun TV show about video game developers. I definitely recommend it. Um, it's got some of the guys that did Always Sunny in Philadelphia, so definitely. Oh, uh, yep, yep, yep. Yep. There was a lot Apple, of fun, Apple TV series, wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's right. So that's really fun. And then there was a trailer for a movie called Werewolves Within, um, which looks like a sort of, uh, it's a small town in the middle of nowhere, very isolated, gets isolated by a snowstorm, um, and somebody in the town is a werewolf, and they have to try and figure out who it is. So who done it with werewolves? So that looks kind of fun. Right. Yeah, um, and then we got um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well, so they're doing more updates to that. Yes. I've got to say, I've, I think I've got a bit of fatigue from Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I, as somebody who went through and platinumed it, <laughs> I'm very, very tired of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It I may be something a- I come back to later, but, you know, it's I've had enough for now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in a couple of weeks they have... Um uh, the Siege of Paris, which of course new DLC, but it also adds new weapon variants as well. Yeah. Um, so there's now single-handed swords, which I'm very happy for. 
Yes, I think some of those options would be really cool. Like, especially one of the things that really bugged me about the game was that you know you had all of these weapons within the game. They were you know you fought against enemies with these types of weapons, and mm. yet you yourself could not pick them up. <laughs> I yeah, just was, killed the dude. The sword's game. just lying right there. Why can't I pick it up? But, it it yeah. wasn't as bad as what was it? Odyssey, where like you'd fight enemies with shields and then you just can't take them, despite oh. the, fact, the fact you're a Spartan. Yeah, don't don't even get me started on shields. Um, <laughs> yeah, so look, I, I think there's a lot of uh, stuff that's exciting that uh, came out from the Ubisoft conference. They probably more them than than some of the others. I was actually excited for most of the content. Yeah, I, I think Far Cry was the big walk away for me because it's it's been a while since I was excited by a Far Cry game, and yeah. just just seeing that like sort of five uh, minute sort of uh, intro story intro sort of thing, just like oh, I'm excited, um, <laughs> especially with seeing the fact I'm rewatching Breaking Bad, so that just that just makes hand in hand. Yes, it does. Um, okay, so that's cool. That's um, that's Ubisoft. Um, we did also have a uh, conference from Bandai Namco. We did. Um, yes. So. They had some interesting ones. There's a lot more of the, um, I suppose, the introduction, introductory tra- trailers. So we didn't see a lot of the gameplay in these, um, but there looked like some really cool stuff. Um, there was one called House of Ashes, um, which which looks really interesting. Um, so this kind of looks like. Um, so apparently it's set in the Iraq, uh, the Iraq War. Um, so you've got like, oh House of Ashes sold- that is a Man of Medan uh, game. Oh, okay. Yeah. So lots of uh, like your your soldiers, you know, and all of a sudden they they uncover some sort of ancient mummy tomb or something, and then things start dying. So it looks really interesting. I think that will um, that that looks pretty cool. Yeah, it's and one they, of those uh, um, uh, adventure you know point pseudo point and click things. Yeah, like the the yeah the one with Sean Ashmore that they, they did uh, Man of Man of Um Fuck. Man of Medan is the first game, but it's an anthology of Dark Pictures anthology. That's, That's it. the one. Yep. Yep. And good news, the uh, the bad guy in this one is called Pazuzu. Um, so he is a very famous uh, demony type, you know, character personality that has been around for a long time. So check him out, uh, Pazuzu on Google. Um, <laughs> spelt how it's pronounced, Pazuzu. Um, <laughs> moving on. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Were there any other items that you wanted to talk about from Bandai Namco? A uh, big one for me was, um, yes, I understand a lot of people don't like how this game was created, but I do like that the team is sticking with it and they're making things better. Uh, the Avengers DLC was announced. Uh, it is the Black Panther DLC. It comes out in August, August 22nd off the top of my head as well. Um, and it, it's, it introduces a new biome for you to go to, new enemy variants, a new enemy boss, and of course you unlock Black Panther. That's all for free. Mm-hmm. Um, which is cool. Um, the big one for me, though, and it is up there, just like uh, Far Cry, is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, um, yes. Very, yeah. very excited for this game. Very cool. I did have this actually separated out um, because I wanted to talk about it. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, I thought Bandai Namco, no, no. and I'm like, well, that is Guardians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they had obviously Guardians and then obviously the uh, the Avengers stuff as well in there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, very interesting because it's all set... I would imagine they're using a lot of the same um, engine property stuff as the Avengers game itself. Um, yes. It's probably yes. set in the same sort of gaming universe as well, I would think. I, I would imagine so. So it's, it's all... <laughs> they're characters that you remember, but not quite as you remember them. Um, so Peter Quill's a little bit more quaffy. Um, <laughs> Drax is a, a little bit more slimmed down. He's a bit more uh, trimmed. Rocket has a goatee. Uh, Viking Rocket's got beard. a yeah, Viking beard. Yeah, 
so there's they're just interesting twists on the characters so they they are characters that you'll immediately recognize but they're slightly different from what you've seen them in uh in the main you know, the main marvel movies yes um, found it really interesting though it seems like from what i could tell you're only going to be playing as peter quill for this movie that uh, uh for this game yeah, so that's correct. So the game is, from what I can understand, and I've, I've, of course, when they announced it, I was like, I need to know everything about this game. Um, it is going to be very um, Mass Effecty, like, well, not very, but it's, it's you are Star Lord, and all the actions you make, your team members will remember. So one of the the points they make in this sort of like five to ten minute gameplay trailer is like there's a bridge, like a space bridge that's closed. It can be opened on the other side. How do you get across the other side? And Drax goes, I can throw a rocket. Like, you know, you know, yeah. tossing the dwarf in Lord of the Rings. And Rocket goes, no, don't do it. And you can choose whether you want to throw him or not. And when that player decides for Drax to throw him, it comes up with Rocket did not like this. Rocket will remember this. And yeah. it looks like you're going to have to defuse a lot of situations because the Guardians are more... Uh, per- uh, they more they have more personality to them than the Avengers because the Avengers are just like, let's save people and do our thing where the Guardians constantly work together rather than the Avengers just coming together and then disbanding and coming together. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, there are, they did say that there are skins in the game and of course there are MCU skins for the characters in the game if you want to have them dressed up as in their MCU outfits. Sure, sure, sure. Um, there are pre-order skins as well and from what I saw on Twitter for this account all skins can be unlocked by just playing the game so unlike Avengers you don't need to buy the $15 skins which I've bought a couple of (laughs) or purchase any packs of uh, five gum (laughs) or yeah I'll purchase any packs of five gum Um, a lot of things can happen in five seconds (laughs) they sure can uh, not that Catwoman would know, um, but yes. So ooh. Look, <laughs> ooh, it looks like a very interesting game. I think there's there's some, I like that element of um, of situational choice. I think you know, and how that impacts the relationships around you. I don't think it's going to go as far as say like a Mass Effect, where like you know it will lead to characters dying off or leaving because you kind of have a core group of guardians of the galaxy but they may just yeah. n- i don't want to go on this mission with you or like you know there, there may be some of those elements to it which could be kind of interesting or you might just miss out on opportunities for upgrades and things like that so it, it, it could be used to really good effect it'll be interesting to see how they apply it here yeah and, and um and they, there's two videos out there's a gameplay video and there's like a dev diary video yeah. Uh, and they said that there are familiar characters that you are, you know, that you as the audience are familiar with. So I reckon, of course, we're going to get probably, uh, I reckon maybe Better Ray Bill. Uh, okay. We might get um, Ronan the Accuser. We might get some a bit of Thanos because of Gamora. Who fucking knows what? We, we'll probably get Yondu. Um, was the because um, there was the one that there was that character that they teased at the um, in Guardians Two. Was it Adam? Was his name? Uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah. Um, in the trailer, there is um, uh, fuck the dog, the the fucking the, the space dog, the Spetsnaz dog they put in the space. Anyway, they got that guy's in it. Um, so yeah, it, it, I'm quite excited. Was that Luca, for this game. was that the dog's name? No, I can't remember the dogs. Cos, 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 Cosmos, 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 Cosnort. fucking, I can't remember. Dave from Super Movie Brothers is going to be fucking screaming at me. But, <laughs> yeah, he's in the Guardians movies as well. But yeah, he's he's in it. Um, we'll probably get Howard the Duck. Um, oh, good lord, no! I'm, I'm, Save us. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a bit of fun. <clears throat> okay. 
Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's coming out. That'll be interesting. Um, and did we talk about um, the the Avengers as well? We're getting some new content from them. Yeah, so Avengers is just going to be um, it's it's just going to be the next part of the DLC. So the first one was Kate Bishop. Part two was Hawkeye. Part three is the Battle for Wakanda, where you get uh, Black Panther. They showed off Shuri. They showed off uh, new enemy types that you're going to go up against because previously it's all been fucking aimbots and aimbots and aimbots, and then there's Taskmaster, <laughs> and then there's aimbots and fucking aimbots. Where this time it's uh, Claw that you're going up against, so uh, fucking Andy Circus, um, and it looks like there are aimbots, but also some form of Wakandan technology as well. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see how the game works because apparently we're going to have a new social zone to go to a new giant biome, which will be Wakanda biome. And then generally at the end of the DLCs, they tease the next character. Um, And I think Avengers needs to be pumping out new characters every couple of months. Yeah. They, I mean, they have yeah. to to keep that keep that ball rolling. I mean, they, it started very, very slowly, um, so it'll be interesting to see uh, whether or not they can pick that up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. To, to to keep momentum and to keep people coming back to it, just drop new characters if you can every two to three months or something. Yeah. Like there are so many characters I think you can release without having to have this big, you know, DLC story mode sort of thing. Like you could put like you know luke cage and iron fist in and just have like a simple you know mission in the city or something to just introduce yeah. them it's like yeah they're in the game now if you want to use them use them we're like <laughs> they're here you don't yeah, need like, to do any backstory you already know who the fuck these people are <laughs> exactly like i understand you need to do so for for uh, black panther because you know th- th- there's a story you can do there but hawkeye didn't need his own deer like his own big story thing hawkeye just could have been like he's already established in the core campaign of the game you can just go like hey he's in the city he needs a help then you go help him and then he joins the team and that's it like, you didn't need to have this whole pointless story with Hawkeye. Uh, we know my thoughts on Hawkeye. It was bad. It was real bad. <laughs> it, it, was, it was all bad. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, no, it should be interesting. I'm, uh, I, I don't know if I can, I can get back into it. I, I played the, the beta for it. I enjoyed it as much as I could, but I don't know. I, I need to see a little something else from them. I think I'm just maybe that style of game is just nut for me. It's, um, it's third-person destiny. That's playing as Avengers characters. That's basically what yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't like it. Um, so, so there we go. Let's speak of something that I did like, which you probably don't give two shits about, but I very much enjoyed Elden Ring. Elden Ring is a, uh, is very exciting. It's a, a new game from From Software. Um, so if you think somewhere between Sekiro, Bloodborne, and Dark Souls... Yes is the answer. That is exactly what you're going to get here. Um, now, there's a lot of really cool stuff that we know about this game already. Uh, first off, George R. R. Martin uh, has created... He pretty much wrote all of the, the world that they're, they're going to base this game in um, mm-hmm. and the underpinning story for what's going on, um, all of the character arcs and boss battles and the stories behind them. All, the, all of that was created by George R. R. Martin because... He clearly didn't have uh, anything better to do. Um, so, yes, yeah, so he, he built that around, and they basically built the game around that story, which is pretty cool. Um, so within this game, um, they kind of, uh, there's a mix of all of the elements of all of their other games from the past. So if you think it's just Dark Souls, no. If you think it's going to be Sekiro, no. It's, it's, it's all of those things added together. Um, so things like being able to jump in combat and not just have to dodge, roll, or block. 
Um, so there's yeah, there's things like horseback fighting. Um, so they sort of introduced a little bit of that element, um, but that's that's definitely going to be in here. There's a lot of really cool because it's set in an open world. A lot of cool RPG elements in here as well, and um, traversal elements. Fast traveling between spots is available, but they they really made movement and traveling a lot easier, which looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, what else is there? Oh, um, they they talked about uh, like how this is a big open world. There's kind of like it's think of it like Breath of the Wild in that there's this really big space that you can do a bunch of different things in. Um, and there's one main storyline which will be very obvious to you and you can literally just play that or you can go off and do all of these other side quests as well which will help you eventually get to that you know the end story and fight the big bosses but you don't necessarily have to do it so i think it's it's kind of cool how they, they they've built this world around it and just from what i've seen in the trailers and you know have read through the press releases like it just sounds amazing there's so much rich deep um elements and mechanics that are built into things like the weaponry and the armor and the fighting styles that it it just looks like they've taken everything they've known and added on more to it so i'm I'm really excited to give this a play yeah i saw the trailer for it and i just went that looks like i'm gonna get the living shit kicked out of me by playing this game (laughs) yeah it's one of those things that um i i I don't think there's ever really a difficulty slider for these games it's just kind of hard um it's 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 interesting because like you know in some games like um they had a, a game last year ghost of tsushima which was fantastic and, and oh, awesome yes. and it was one of those it's kind of a traditional action rpg game where eventually over time you got better and you leveled up your your guy and you got better armor and weapons and became this unstoppable killing machine by the end of it um, but in these games, there's all it's all about the mechanics, and you have to really master skills within yourself, not necessarily just within the game, to actually get better at things. So there's ways that they've they've said literally you could walk up in this game to all of the uh, I think there's like six um, like mini bosses and one main boss. You could literally walk up to the bosses right from the start and kill them if you had the skill. But you can also level up your character and do all these other things, and you're probably not going to have the skill is the insinuation at this point. But yeah, you you build up your skill over time, you build up your weapons, you get better at fighting, you can um, summon um, spirits to fight alongside you. It just looks like a lot of good fun. I mean, one of the fucking bosses in this one is a fucking dragon that fucking catches lightning. It just it's so cool. I I love this game. It just looks amazing. I assume then you're very excited for Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance that comes out next week. I think it is. Not so much. <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> I mean, I, look- I think that looks great, man. I saw some gameplay trailer of that from E3. That looks fucking sick. It's it's okay. It's it's uh, like there are some of those games that I just I, I get into, and some that I don't. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, 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 Dungeons and Dragons as a as a property for me is. I, I've I've never been on board with it, but I've always loved the things that have been built out of Dungeons and Dragons itself. So yeah, see, I'm I'm getting more and more hooked on it. I want to do a Dungeons and Dragon nights with the miniatures and the cardboard thing <laughs> around and all that sort of stuff. Um, look, I, I think that one's like that looks very much like. Um, do you remember those Lord of the Rings games that came out? Ah, uh, yep, 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 yep. Yeah, uh, if, uh, War of the Ring. Oh no, War of the Ring. Anyway, yeah, yeah. It, it you looks know the very ones much like that. 
Yeah, it's kind of like that. And so those are more those are more on the action side of an action RPG, whereas um, everything that from software develops tends to be an RPG with strong and very difficult action elements to it. So mm-hmm. I think this one is more of, a, you know, you want an action game that you can jump into and play around with. And I, I feel it's more accessible. Uh, from software kind of develops games and at while they're developing games they're going literally sitting there going how can we fuck with people to make this game as difficult as possible and they they put these elements into games that they make it almost impossible to do unless you've got a fucking thesis in there in, in actual game and i've and seen like i finish them as well yeah and like some of these things like i've seen people develop like go back and look at and there's all these like secret areas that people have gone to and tried to figure out over time and they've literally had to sit down as like massive groups of nerds on the internet and discuss in theory how to beat these games it's just you know that's the kind of game that i like because it challenges you as a gamer it's mm. not just you know and while i've i very much enjoy the accessibility of some of those action games i really for my personal taste i i love sitting down and challenging myself to learn new skills and that's what i think the um, uh, elden ring is going to bring to the table i i wonder have you ever like broken a controller probably not broken a tv but have you broken a <laughs> controller broken a glass uh, I know you, yeah, yeah. Wonderful lady person is like, hey, how's it going? Like, you need to leave the room now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I think the biggest thing that I do, I don't fucking hulk out on any of that stuff. Like, I've seen people do it, and it's just hilarious to me. Um, I value my money too much, um, and <laughs> and my expensive Safe controllers bet. and television set. Um, so I I value those things too much. I I tend to get to a stage where I will play through play through play through something will happen i'll die in a, the stupidest possible fashion um or the game is bugged and obviously broken and i clearly didn't die uh and i've been <laughs> cheated uh and, but i'll just get up and walk away like i get up i just have to i put the turn everything off and i'm like fuck it i'm i'm out i've got to finish for the day and i won't game yeah. for yeah you know, i need a bit of time away from my machine <laughs> yeah that's fair enough then I, I I was playing. Uh, I've been stuck on um, Returnal recently, and Returnal is a, si- a similar type of game. It's just very, very, uh, very hard. Very small margins for error, and when you die, you're right back at the start again, and it just it sucks. And I've been I've been maybe about an hour and a half into a run, and I died, and I was just I, I had to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking look at me. I can see you looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so look, I, I like the challenge. There is, there's just a satisfaction that you get from conquering these games that you do not get from anything else. Like there's just beating bosses and beating levels. Like you just you finish and you are there's a sense of relief and like you're fist pumping and you're like you're really excited. There's adrenaline involved in it. And it's really it's a really fun experience to be able to conquer something like that. Mm, and like, when does that release? Um, so let's have a look. I'm not actually sure on the date. Thank you for that question without notice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's coming out possibly uh, next year. Yep, there we go. Uh, 21st of January, 2022. Um, so it's a long time away. And obviously the last one we had was um, Sekiro, which was uh, 2019. Um, so yeah, it's it's a long time between drinks. I think you know I've had difficult games. We had Sekiro, then we had um, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, and now I've got Returnal. And I'll be by the time I've finished Returnal, I'll be ready to play Elden Ring. I think. Then they'll do Bloodborne two or something. 
Oh, look, see, that's the good thing about these guys is I think they, they constantly push the the boundaries and they push mm. it to different places. So I'm, I'm very excited to see, you know, they, they're, they're almost like they, they want to keep playing the same game, but they try different things with it. And that's this is a completely new property that they're just starting, you know, from scratch. So I'm really excited about that for them. So, look, I, maybe they'll do another Bloodborne. Personally, I didn't really enjoy Bloodborne as much as the others. Um, I know a lot of people did. Don't you know? Don't at me. But um, yeah, I, I'd like them to to see them push into other areas. Maybe Dark Souls Four or just something completely new again. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Uh, so yes, um, was there anything else that we've missed from E3 that uh, you wanted to talk about, Duty? Oh shit! Off the top of my head, I don't think so. We've it's a it's it's been a pretty for, for a noob episode. This is a pretty long one. This is the size of a nerd episode. Um, <laughs> it's extensive, mate. We don't fuck around with this. No, we don't. No, we don't. I I did enjoy. Um, I think event uh, not Avengers. Uh, Guardians for me is the big one that I'm I'm looking forward to the most. Mm-hmm. Um, Far Cry's closely following that because that looks that looks pretty fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, shit. Um, there is an Xbox thing tomorrow. Uh, apparently, we are getting some Sea of Thieves stuff for that. The Sea of Thieves thing, is, I think, is going to be really good. And some people are saying because every year for Sea of Thieves, they do like um, uh, new events or new in-game things to do and stuff like that. And some people are saying this collaboration with Disney for Pirates of the Caribbean is better than their anniversary events. Okay. Um, yeah, cool. And it looks like we're going to be going up against Davy Jones and the Flying Dutchman and stuff. So that looks that looks fucking sick. I did like um, to see that they they're bringing in some of those <clears throat> elements to it. Like, if you're gonna get yeah. the pirates prop- uh, property, like get the fucking the whole thing. So good to see those yeah. characters in there. Uh, I wonder if they'll have Barbosa. There, there is the Black Pearl, and um, I think there is a shot of them lifting the um, the the sort of the summoning device to call the Kraken. So I think that's going to be fucking cool. Um, so they I'm, already I'm have re- the Kraken. The Kraken is in the game. I've, yeah. I've played it now for nearly a month with Miscellaneous and Kermit, and we haven't gotten a Kraken encounter yet. We've only gotten Shark uh, Megalodon encounters. So um, okay. I'm wondering how this DLC is going to release, whether it's going to be you need to be a specific level or can you just boot up the game you know, for the first time ever and play this Pirates of the Caribbean stuff. Because yeah. um, their Tortale stuff is fantastic, but to unlock them and continue for later on like you can only do one at the start and then it just sort of you need to be certain levels to do the next ones uh, I think yeah. that's I don't like that daisy chaining like Assassin's Creed be level 5 to do this level no I'm shooting I'm slicing your neck with a sword you did um, <laughs> so yeah but um, we've, we've got lots of lots to talk about next week as well we've got uh of course, Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance coming up. That comes out next week. I'll be talking about that. Yes. There is the Avengers DLC, the Cosmic Cube. I'll play it. Don't know how much I'll play it, so I'll be able to provide my <laughs> potential thoughts on that. I'll be able to give my review on uh, the new Rainbow Six Siege uh, Defender called Thunderbird, or some people call her Lady Thanos. And um, yeah, it's it's going to be a big week next week yeah. as well. Jeez. Well, that's that's it. Yeah, I've got the um, uh, the Tokyo Olympics game to play uh, on Switch which will be fun. And uh, I've also got a little... I've been playing Ratchet and Clank. Um, I've heard that's the, fantastic. It's pretty good. Um, I've I've been playing it, but not as much as Little Fuzz, who's been playing most of it, and he's enjoying the absolute crap out of it. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really fun game. If you do have... Uh, are lucky enough to have a PS5, 
strongly recommend getting it it's definitely next gen and some of the shit they do will blow your mind it's really good <laughs> i have also been playing um the elder scrolls blackwood gates of oblivion oh yeah uh, the elder scrolls online nice. uh, thanks again to bethesda for sending over that swag pack that chili sauce is fucking hot as fuck <laughs> sweet <laughs> i'll save you some i'll, I'll definitely be saving yeah, yeah. Some. <laughs> oh that's awesome well look yeah lots to talk about we might have to do multiple episodes at some point but uh yes big oh, yeah. week this week it's been a big e3 thank you to everybody that's um put out new stuff this this year it's been really fun watching it all i'm very excited to see that um any and all conferences coming through hopefully the games can live up to the hype that they put out there um but until next time this has been fuzzy dan reminding you that if you are stuck in a dungeon um and you can't get out you should find a way out because finding your way out of the dungeon is much better than staying in the dungeon um of course you could just beat everybody in the dungeon and be better than the dungeon itself but you know that's the point of the game (laughs) it's just duty reminding you to play with each other and to play with yourself and we're clear